When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're watching around the world. Welcome to the same old Arsenal team talk. We are back after a short break. The international break is over, which I never enjoy. I always enjoy Arsenal being back, but the way we're playing of late has been very up and down. We're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about some debates to start with. We have got Lee Chappers Chapman joining us later. Leicester fan around about half seven-ish, just for a few minutes to talk about our upcoming game with Leicester. And I'm going to talk to the boys about our Arsenal team at the moment. Joining me as ever, like every week, on this Friday night is Manny from the Ars Brothers. You finally got a Twitter account, Manny. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. And I don't have a Twitter account. This is the generic <laughs> this is the generic account for the Ars Brothers, man. So if anybody wants to follow wherever I've got going on, they can go over there, man. But it's not for the faint of hearts, man. If you're going over there, then be prepared, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. That is a that is a Definite warning as well for all those. Anyone who does want to follow Manny and the Ars Bros, then uh, follow at the Ars Brothers. Um, and the A is a capital and the B is a capital of the Ars Brothers. So please come and follow Max, Manny, um, Ryan and the other boys over at Ars Bros. And also joining me tonight, welcome back, Mr. Lee Judges. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all good. Thank you very much, Dan. Um, first time on the show, I, I think. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, like, you know, so... Uh... Better than that um, uh, biased goalkeeping host, um, Craig. You know what I mean? Like, but, uh, what was going on? What was going on there? Oh, I've had a busy day, mate. I've had a busy day, and I listen. I bet my phone was buzzing yeah. with Craig and you and Harry going mental about Leno and goalkeepers. Every, it's all everybody else's fault but Leno's. Like you know, the goalposts, the ball might have been pumped up too heavy. Anything, anything to blame? Not to blame, Mister Leno. There we go. Well, listen, we're going to get into that in a little while. But first of all, I wanted to do, talk about a debate because 
we always start this show with a topic. We always start it normally with either a player or an incident or something that's topical. And the obvious one is going to be one that I am not going to start with because this guy has had so much attention over the last six years at this club that I do not want to talk about the guy anymore. He's not been picked. He's not been selected for the 25. And that's the end of it. I don't want the guy seen in an Arsenal shirt again. And I don't want people talking about him yet again for another whole evening. As far as I'm concerned, Meza Ozil is now done as an Arsenal player. It's completed. That scenario is over and we need to move on and look at our future. So bring him up if you wish, Lee. I know Manny won't, but I certainly won't be giving him much attention tonight because I can't stand the guy. And I know that Manny can't either. So I thought what I'd pick instead was to was to look at something uh, in terms of <laughs> in terms of us going forward. Because at the moment, a lot of people are saying we are very very defensive and I'm not so sure that that is the case but what I will say is there is a lack of creativity in this football club at the moment and I think that's clear for all to see we needed Hossamawa in the summer and that's clear to see now if we're not going to play uh, the Hossamawa if we weren't able to get Hossamawa we needed to find somebody to replace him and I don't believe we're looking at that player at the moment that is fitting into that system Manny let's come to you first on this because I know you're p- passionate about it going forward at the moment, man, I don't think it matters what front three we play, whether it's Eddie, whether it's Laka, whether it's Willian, Pepe or Bamian. We've got no creativity, bruv. What the hell's going on, man? Um, I think the plan in the transfer window didn't, you know, didn't come to fruition. So it's a case of Arteta going, you know what, I'm going to try to get the best out of what I currently have. You know, he's, you know, playing the back three, you know, and taking a body out of the midfield because he feels like he can't fully trust this defence to do what they need to do. And I wouldn't blame him because really there are two defenders that you can trust and that's Tierney and Gabriel and he's only been here for a couple of months. Do you know what I mean? So it's a case of not having the player to play in the midfield because I don't. I think the number 10 position is obsolete. Nobody plays with a number 10 anymore. So really you need a number 8 that can do it all. We haven't got that player at the moment. You know, we have maybe a pretender in Saka, but he's not fully there yet in his development to say that he's a regular to be playing in midfield. So really, we don't have the men to play an extra midfielder in there because this is what this team needs. It needs somebody that's able to connect the midfield with the attack. At the moment, we don't have that player. We have a lot of pretenders, you know, in the Williams. We have the pretenders in Saka and Pepe to a certain extent. And it's just not working. It's not flowing because there's not that player, that ready-made number eight that we can sit in there and that can have everything flowing nicely. So at the minute, I think Arteta is just going, you know what, I'm just going to protect this defence as much as possible. And it's funny that people complain about us defending too well because for how long have we been complaining that we can attack and we can't defend at the minute is finding the right balance and keeping that defense solid is more important than attacking at the minute clearly yeah listen I think that at the moment Lee I don't know if you agree with this but I think Mikel Arteta is scratching his head thinking what am I supposed to do with this lot you know I'm trying to play free at the back now I'm trying to go four at the back but I can't get the balance right what do you make of it why can't we seem to be going forward at the moment Lee I think because he hasn't got the personnel. Simple as that. I think that you know you can't play back. You can't play the extra man in midfield because that means he hasn't because he hasn't got the, the four defenders that he wants. You know, let's let's be honest. The two best players at the moment on yes on Thursday was um, Gabriel and Partey. There's no coincidence, like you know. So l- listen, Gabriel's been a fantastic signing for us. So that that that's stirred up one side of it. I, I think he's going to have to bring in Mustafi 
till till January and then and then get somebody else in. I honestly believe that we, we have to play three at the back to shore up our dodgy defending. And that that takes away that extra man in midfield. If we go with a four, I think that you know we're going to get we 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 look a little bit dodgy at the back. You know, I, I look at David Louise. I think he's fantastic in a three, but not a four. So we need somebody in the in in the right hand side of that defence that's going to be be good. Now I had a conversation with someone the other day about this. Um, maybe Mari is going to be the one to um, to come into it. And I know that people will turn around and say, "Oh, that's two left footed players," but when Arsenal had Keown and Adams, they were two right side, right footy players. It doesn't necessarily mean that you 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 can do that it's just because they're two left sided players. So I think that maybe he's, he's waiting for Mari to come back. How long is it going to be before he comes back? By the way, but that's another story. So I feel that that's going to be where where, where we're going to go. Um, obviously, like with the the, the, the Saliba one, he's not ready for whatever reason. You know, he's not. I think he needed more games and all that. Another, as, as Manny was saying earlier on, another mistake in the in the transfer window. Not not got that done properly, leaving it to the last. She disappointed minute. by that, Lee, because I really was with the Saliba thing. I was excited to watch him, and now it looks like we're not going to be able to see it. But that disappoint you? Yeah, of course. You know, I think I understand the reasons. I, I get, I totally get the reasons. It's probably not quite ready yet. It needs to be hardened up a little bit. So that should that decision should have been made weeks ago. And I think what they should have done was put him in a championship to toughen him up a little bit, like, you know, perhaps to a London club, keep him close by, maybe Watford or something like that, where you can, um, he, he's training next door, something along that lines, but but not fought through, you know. Um, so, well, when, when we come to the midfield now, I believe that two players now are going to have to help us out till January. And I expect in January, not on the 31st of January, somebody <laughs> bought into the club. I.e. on the 1st of January, we go back and get who we've got to get because we are lacking creativity left, right and centre. Now, what I believe, and we can talk about, you don't have to talk about Mesut Ozil, we won't, but like what I'm going to say about that is that I feel with him not being in the team now and everything about this, and if these two players I'm going to mention now don't step up, the pressure is going to mount unnecessary pressure on Mikel Arteta because every time we play like we did and we're negative and we don't break down teams, people will keep coming back. Why? Why? So two players have got to step up. I think that, um, and, and, and Mikel Arteta has got to be brave and to do it. I think that those two players are going to have to be Sabias or Saka. And I feel that Saka's just playing out on the left, just play them, play him in more into the middle, sort your back four out, Go with what it's going to be. If it is going to be Tierney as a, as a left back, then play him at left back instead of putting him in and out and in and out and all that. Like, go with a back four. I think Tony Adams said this the other day. Get a partnership working. Get partnerships working in the central of defence, central of midfield, left back and wide left, right back and wide right. Now, what is happening at the moment, say with Pepe, one minute he's playing in, the next he's not, Bellerin's out, Cedric's in there. You cannot get partnerships and then you cannot get momentum and you cannot get structure. And what's happening is it's all breaking down. So we've got to start getting things like that. You know, there's a little nice little build-up of play and uh, um, and it started last season between Tierney and, and Saka. And that's why it works a little bit more on that left-hand side, but it keeps breaking down on the right. We ha we need that creative. I think he's got to take a gamble in there. Partey for me and Shaka come in as the two, and then you play Sabias in there as well, or Saka as the other one there. And that 
one there has got to be the link play. Now, one other thing that I think with the front three, which is a problem, is that it's, they're easy to mark because what happens is if you had someone like Aaron Ramsey when he played, he would break through beyond the strikers. Now, if you've got a midfield player going past the strikers into the centre-halves, who's picking up? Who is going to pick up? And, and confuse them a little bit. But at this moment in time, it's all in front of of the back three or back four of the opposition. So they know they can what, what's going to happen. Now, we have got to get somebody like um, Pepe, who's going to be able to take players on. But unfortunately with Pepe, when he gets the ball, I, I watch it, I watch it all day. He has three players on him. You know, because they know that Bellerin's not going to do it. And you know also you're not going to get the run. But say if Pepe got the ball and a midfield player breaks into the channel down that side, someone has got to got to either go with that player or or they leave him and it's a nice little ball in for someone through. Or if they do leave him, it then opens up the play for um for Pepe. I don't think that we've got that right at the moment. But what we have done, and I think that maybe we're gonna to have to go, we're gonna to have to grin and bear this for two months because at this moment in time, I don't think Arteta has got the players that he needs or he wants. So we're what we're what we're finding at the moment is that we're going to be very, very hard to beat and and do what we want to do. And the other thing that is very, very important on, on this, I think that we are playing very much in, in a cautious sort of way. Once the shackles were released, i.e. when we went a goal down yesterday, look at us. The shackles were off in the system and that, and we just went and played a little bit like, you know. But I feel that under Mikel Arteta, he's playing with the shackles, playing with a, with a, with a, a, a system, which means it's making it very, very hard to break down, making it very hard to beat. And we're keeping in games. And then what I think he's hoping for is a little bit of magic from one of the, one of the guys up top to, to open us up. I think we've got to grin and bear it until January. And I'm going to be honest, it's not pretty. And you're going to get all these little comments that are coming out. And I've seen a few in here like Mikel Bulis. We're going to get a few of them until January, I'm afraid, until he gets in what he wants. A while was, was obviously someone Arsenal were desperately trying to get. I think that it's messed us up bigger than what we think that it's going to. I think you're right. I said that we needed Hossamoa and Thomas Party to compete for the top four and we didn't manage to get both of them. We only managed to get one. Manny, I'm going to bring you in in our front men because I'm looking at Lacazette, Aubameyang, Willian and Pepe. Some of the most inconsistent form I've ever seen. We saw Willian against Fulham away and we thought, what a signing he's going to be. He's carried on his form from Chelsea of like five years ago. Since then, we've not seen him. Lacazette, people say, is in form because he's got three and three. I think he's been dreadful. I really don't like what he does and what he brings now. He's not even able to hold the ball up anymore. He's not able to keep the ball without getting tackled. Pepe is not fitting into this system. You've got Aubameyang, who people are saying, you know, obviously he's got enough credit in the bank to have a few bad games and scored last night, but he's not been on fire. What do you make of this, uh, Manny, and how are we going to get these players scoring goals and working together, man? Dude, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you can only do with one of those being in bad form, but all of them are currently, you know, looking a bit lost. Mm. With one of the things with this front, with this front three or front four, whatever you want to call them, every single one of them are lazy. Right in the city game, I, I looked at that from free and it was lazy. It was lacking movement. It was lacking fluidity. It was lacking a bit of, you know, going out there and trying something different. Right. So if you're going to have that from free, right, if they're going to play out of position or if they're going to be, you know, a bit isolated from the midfield, what you need them to do is work hard. 
and none of them are working hard at the moment. People are saying play Aubameyang through the middle. Understand that Aubameyang is a low-touch player, so if you're going to play him through the middle, you need somebody behind him who is going to be able to link the play. Otherwise, he is not going to do anything. With Pepe, we already know his his hindrance. He needs somebody to go beyond him. He needs somebody to play those one-twos with. Pepe is always going to be marked out of games because Bellerin is not going to help him. And when he comes inside, there's going to be nobody to pop those, those one-twos with. So that front three, at the moment, they're very lazy. And it's bad enough that they're isolated. You, if you're isolated, you can't be lazy, right? And that's the problem that we have at the moment. And like Lee said, we're going to have to grin and bear it. And we're going to need these, these men to work a lot harder than they are at the minute. Because there is magic there. There is somebody who, you know, Pepe can clip that ball into the box and somebody can get on the end of it. You know, Lacazette can work a lot harder than he does. Aubameyang's movement can be a bit a lot better than it is, but at the moment, every single one of them are out of form and it's making this job a lot harder than it needs to be. And Manny, do you think like you've got to sometimes look behind the strikers, you know, because you're looking at Ceballos, you're looking at Chaka, El Nini. Um, we'll mention Party and Gabriel in a minute, but surely we're lacking not just creativity, but we're, we're lacking like service to these guys. Of course we are, but... <sighs> If you put service, if you put an extra body in that midfield, that back four needs to be solid. That back four needs to be sorted. That back four needs to know what it's doing. At the moment, I don't believe Arteta trusts enough of these defenders to do the job. Right? He doesn't. Hence why we have to play this way. Which means out of that front three, these men, when we do have possession, when we do have the ball, like we did against City, we need movement. We need them to be crisp. We need them to be on the ball. Because don't make a mistake about it. Against City, we did have opportunities. where There was movement, but there wasn't enough of it. Do you know what I mean? So mm. they can be isolated in a lot of periods of the game. But when we do get the ball to them, they need to make it happen as well. You know, And at the minute, they're not doing that. Yeah, I think it's a great shot. Um, Lee, our midfield, obviously, <laughs> we're being told uh, that we have no money. Uh, it's all over here. We have no money. We don't have no money. In January, um, do we need to find some money? <laughs> because uh, it seems to me that we're going to have to try and get another midfielder in, at least in terms of a create, creative one, because I personally think we are still a centre-half and a creative midfielder away from top four. Or is that too harsh? No, no, I think we. I think you're right at this moment in time. I think that listen, you know, the club's got no money, but uh, nor have a lot of fans at the moment. But it still don't stop them bringing out another shirt, does it? And 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 being sold out within a day. So you know, um, listen, you know, they're asking the fans to find money in difficult times. Well, we're asking you as a club to find the money in difficult times. It's as simple as that. You, you can't have one without the other. So, uh, you know, and I feel that that is what the way we've got to go. We need two more players. To, to I think Mikel Arteta knows that. He needs a central defender. And, uh, um, you know, he, 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 way to look at it, you need a central defender, whether it's going to be Mustafi Chambers or whatever, I, I don't think are good enough, but we're going to need someone because David Luiz hasn't got much longer in his legs anyway. So we're going to have to look to replace at some stage. So, uh, you know, so central defender has got to come into the to the equation. Now, if you've got somebody, like you, we all know, Upper McCarner or somebody like that, to go alongside Gabriel, then you've got two powerhouse central defenders that then you can just make, can bomb on from different areas. But until you get that, you can't, you've got to have the fullbacks being a little bit more conservative, a little bit cautious. 
you know, it's all right saying to, to, to Bellerin, oh, like, you know, he ain't doing much in that, but it's some, he's having to make sure that he keeps in his in his right back position as well, because it, just in case things break down, you know, so we've got to be a little bit cautious. We're only putting, you know, the book, you know, you look at Liverpool, their two full-backs are bombing on, so right into the, to the other opposition's area. I don't think they do that so much now that Van Dijk's not here. You watch, because they know that they can't do it. So I think that We've got to be looking at a central defence and we've got to be looking at another midfield player. Our midfield at the moment, guys, is six, seven, eight, probably best in the league. You know what I mean? I would say Aston Villa have got a better uh, midfield than, than us at the moment. You know, would 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 um, Grealish get into our midfield? <laughs> Certainly would, like, you know what I mean? Uh, people used to make, like, we're taking the mickey out of uh, Ross Barkley, but uh, is he better than what we've got in our midfield? I think that he is. You know what I mean? To the role that he plays, you know, give these players game time, give them the, the platform to play, they can do it. I think at the end of the day, Arsenal have given a platform to certain players. They've given a platform to Pepe. He's not took it, Dan. They've given no. the platform, they've given the platform to Gabriel. He's took it. They've given a platform to Tierney. He's took it. But then you look at, uh, I think, Sabias as, as well. But then, you, you know, you look at, uh, as I say, um, Eddie, I don't think has done enough to, to warrant coming in for me. Um, when when I when I go back through the years of supporting Arsenal, uh, we've always had good central default centre forwards from the Ian Wright era. We had um, Frank Stapleton before that. We've had Henri. We've had Burkamp. We've had all top top players. Now we've got mediocre, mediocre, mediocre players. You know what I mean? Like we our backup strikers have always been very, very good as well. You look at players, a backup striker, Will Tool, would walk into this side. Backup strikers, um, Carnu. Carnu would walk into this side. Do you know what I mean? When I look at a front three of uh, when we was winning leagues, Campbell, Wright and Merson, you know what I mean? Three English players were were, 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 were terrorising teams at, the t at that time. We've had those players all the time, but now we've got players like Lacazette that, that, that you know lack a movement as far as I'm concerned that's what I'm going to start calling him from now on because you know what I mean he was absolutely poor the other night you know this is a guy that I've stuck up for it's three goals in three games if he should be saying right I'm going to show you now I shouldn't because in my opinion he shouldn't have been left out all right he missed a couple of chances against Liverpool right and he's been dropped since that game right I'm going to show you what I can do well, he didn't. He didn't do it. He didn't come on and show his manager. Or, oh, I, I don't think he put in a performance, boys. It was telling me I can't leave him out on Sunday. I totally you agree. Know, you know, but then again, so you say like, um, right, let's have a look at um, Eddie in there. Like, you know, what I mean, I don't think that he he could sit there and say, I I feel that I deserve a start after his performance, whether it be on the left or or, or down the middle. And then you look at the, the guys like Willian and uh, certainly hasn't done it, you know, done it against Fulham. But uh, I think I could have played well against Fulham that day. Now, you know what I mean? So, um, so I, I think that all around, I will say this, I think Manny's playing a fantastic point. The, all these players are out of form. Ask yourself why. Well, that's, that's what I look, you know. Abamian, come on yesterday, boys. I thought, it was embarrassing, if I'll be honest. You know, I mean, had a touch of a rapist. A touch of a rapist. You know what I mean? Like, it was awful. You, you know, all right, he scored the goal. You know, somebody said, oh, he's got the goal. Yeah, well, you know, my my nan could have scored from there. You know what I mean? I know that he's got to get in there. It was, you know, Bellerin done all, all the dirty work. But we've got 
these players have got to step up and start playing because I, I do think that we're in a system at the minute that's relying on off-the-cuff, flair, movement, football. And if they're not going to do it, these three guys or four guys, whoever it's going to be, then we're in a little bit of trouble. You know, so I, I, I feel that we've got to sort that out. And I, I also don't, I don't know if you, what you guys think about it. He keeps chopping and changing the back three, uh, the front three. Go with what you want to do and, and, and stick with it, you know. And if it, uh, for me, I'd, I'd go Aubameyang, William, Pepe. Go for it. And that's, that's what I'm going to say. Aubameyang down the middle. The other two doing what they're doing. I'll give them four games. If you don't do it in four games, somebody else comes in. But I can tell you this now, and I'll say it now, and I'll say it on here. If, when Martinelli comes back into this team, doesn't get the same chances that Eddie, Eddie is getting at this football club at this moment in time, I will be starting banging on about Arteta. Because I, I feel at the end of the day, he's got. I'm going to say this, I'm, I'm, I'm liking what Arteta's doing, but I feel that he's got a few little favourites in the side. And for me, when that Martinelli comes back, I want to see him straight in there and given the opportunities that this, this boy deserves. Because he's one player that excites me. You know, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to him coming back. The only thing is, it's going to be a long time before he comes back. But I want to see him coming back into the side. I agree with someone up there saying, you know, Saka could be, if you're going to play Saka, uh, play him as, 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 as on the left-hand side of the three. I would actually like to see him playing just behind the front front three, in my opinion, in that in that free midfield. That's why I haven't mentioned him. But if, if, if that's the way he's going to go, then go that way. But, you know, our best player over the last fr three games, by the way, has been Saka, you know. But is Which he... says it all. Which says, says it all, it a 19-year-old. <laughs> says it all. And is he nailed on? Is he nailed on to play on Sunday? I'm not so sure. You know what I mean? Oh, like, uh, well, that, we'll that, 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 that's, that's, that's my problem with what I've got a little bit at the moment. Manny is Lee right with Saka or Martinelli. I think he makes a great point about Martinelli, by the way. And Ketty is getting a chance. So let's hope that Martinelli does when he comes in. What do you make of that, man? Man, I hope so. I hope so. You know, I'm not a fan of, of Eddie. And, you know, one of the issues that we have with this squad is that we have too many flawed players. You know, we don't have enough, you know, players that make you go, wow, this is, you know, we don't have enough parties and we don't have enough Gabriels. We've got too many flawed individuals and they are showing their flaws at the minute, you know. So I want to see Martinelli gets a chance because his his mentality is different. Right? Martinelli's got the mentality is I'm going for this. I've got the opportunity and I'm taking it. And we need more Martinelli's mentality of Martinelli's than we do the Eddie and Ketchers and the Willocks because these are guys who have been given opportunities and they're not taking them. Whether their mentality is to play for this football club or whether, I don't know what it is, but at the moment, we have too many flawed individuals in this team. 100%. And Arteta is trying to get them playing a certain type... Arteta is trying to get them to play a certain type of football that gets them over the line. So do we need to trust the process? 100%, because the process is it, going to take some time, people. It is going to take some time. And the reason why we're playing the way we're playing, we're trying to play too many flawed players and it's showing at the minute. We just got to trust the process at the moment, man. I totally agree. Um, guys, I'm going to put the team up that I think Arteta will go with at the weekend. Not what I would do, but I'm going to share my screen and see what you boys make of this. Because as far as I'm concerned, I think some of them pick themselves at the moment due to injuries. But what I do think is that it's going to get to a stage soon 
where we are going to have to look at playing 4-3-3. And I think what he will do is go with it at the weekend. Now, I don't like David Luiz in a back four. And I actually agree with lead judges and think that as soon as Mustafi's fit, he will be put into that position at the moment until either Holding or somebody else that Arteta fancies comes in. And what I think will happen with this team is I think when we're out of <clears throat> excuse me possession, Chaka will do this and he'll drop back into a back three. And that will allow this guy, who I thought was immense, by the way, last night. I know it was only against Rapid Vienna, uh, but I thought he was excellent in terms of a debut uh, to pull the strings. What we're looking at is Danny Sobios, who I think, like Lee says, we're looking at him to put up now. He was kind of pick up his form. I mean, I mean, in Project Restart, he was, I thought, sensational. I want to see more of that from Danny Sobios, but I'd like to see him try to go drive forward a bit more. But we need to be looking at this guy now because Lacazette, for me, everyone says how fantastic he was in terms of his goal scoring. But I don't think he's working hard enough. I don't see him dropping on the man anymore. I don't see him making up for men in midfield. I don't see him working hard, linking up play with with the Abamyangs of this world. Now, I don't know what you think. I'll start with you, Manny. I don't know what you think of this team. Do you think there is any question marks over any of this team that I've selected, bro? I think it's wishful thinking. I think David Luiz in the back four is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's 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 what you may want to see, but it's not what we're going to see. And that front three, that's a front three I wouldn't go for either. I wouldn't. I think Lacazette but we're, has We're talking about Arteta. Get, Do you think Arteta will pick this side? That's uh, no, what I'm going with. No? Okay. No, he's not. He's not. He's going to go with his tried and trusted back three. You know, I think Bellerin will come back in. I think Tierney will come back in. And I think it will be Partey and Xhaka. I think Sabas will sit this one out. I believe that Pepe and William will start. You know, I think that's his tried and trusted and that's what he's going to go for. Fair play. Lee, I mean, listen, this, this is something that is a question mark at the moment about formations. Where do you see it at the moment with where Arteta is at? Because... I personally feel like he wants to go 4-3-3 and he was going to do it against Man City. And if it wasn't for Rob Holding getting injured, then he would have gone with it. What do you make of it, mate? Yeah, I see what you're saying there. But for me, I, I, listen, if, if, if Arteta was to play that team, I'd be disappointed because our best player, as I've said, has been Saka and he's not yeah. in it. You know what I mean? That's 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 what I, w- I would say. That so for me, when I'm looking at that formation, I'm I, as a manager or a coach, I'm 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 going to sit there and go right. Well, I need to get my best player in there, which is Saka. So where am I going to get him into that team? And I agree with Manny. The way to get him into that team is play a back three. So you know you've got Louise, Gabriel, and Tierney playing, then and then you've got Bellerin and Saka as your wing backs. It means mm-hmm. dropping one of those midfield players. Well, one of those midfield players is not going to be. Um, party after last week and I, I think with Shaka being rested it's not going to be there so it looks like it will be Sabias that would be the one to, to drop out this is the problem we've got because he can't can't get the players in that he wants in 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 the defense you know David Louise listen David Louise up against um Vardy because let's let's be honest Vardy will play on um on on uh, Sunday we're asking, we're asking for trouble because you know what I mean. Any anybody knows that you just play, play on him, just playing the ball over the top. Where oh, absolutely! In, and David Luiz is in trouble. <laughs> yeah, into channels you're going to go. Now, if you play that into those channels in a back three, you've got David Luiz coming across or um, Gabriel, whoever it is, and we, we could um, softly um, sweep it up, no problems at all. So I feel that we've got to have a little 
What I do like about Mikel Arteta, because it does seem we're just bashing him a little bit here, he will look at all the, not just looking at our strengths, he'll look at what, what they've got as well. And I, I think that, you know, what we've always played into the hands of Vardy a little bit by playing too high up with a two and he's been able to get in behind us far too often. Now, they play very much on the break like they did against um, uh, Manchester City, so we've got to be wary of that. A back three drops that off a little bit. We can mean that we've got three at the back where we can cover those holes a little bit more. I think that's the way that we go. Uh, it could be even like, you know, I, I don't see like playing the false nine if you're going to play a proper false nine in there. Like, you know, like what, what you could do is like Lacazette dropping in back like he did when before um, in last season's cup final and semi-finals and things like that. He'd done very, very well. But I don't I don't know about you guys. I don't think that um, uh, Mikel, uh, sorry, that Lacazette done enough for me to, to say, do you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna back him. You know, I'm seeing people saying about Balogun coming in there. Like, I'd like to see him play, by the way, against in one of the Europa League games coming up. We've got games in the Europa League now at home. Uh, and I feel that, We've got to give these youngsters a go in these games, and if they can't do the business against Dundalk and whoever it be, then we've then they're no good to us. Let's see what they can do. You know, we've got big games coming up against Manchester United. Um, I think we've got Villa, Leeds, Wildest, Wildest Europa League games coming on. So we, these these this, this is when your squad players you just squad yeah, this is when they've got to step up. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what I do. I, if I'm looking at that team, I'm looking at whatever squad we're picking and I'm thinking it's not really what I want to play, but I'm going to have to play it. And I feel that Mikel Arteta is in that boat as well this month. So it's not really what I want to do, but I'm going to have to do it. And that's why I'm saying that we're going to have to just, you know, grin and bear it till January until we get to the, the, the right players in. Unfortunately, we'll probably have to grin and bear it because we know what this club's like to the end of January instead of beginning of January, you know what I mean? Because that's the way we are, you know? And, and But I, I feel that we really, if you think about it, we've only got two months to, to, to get through. If we, once we get through these games, we're into December. Once you get after that, we can go and buy again. So this is a very, very important thing there. I think that Saka should play in that, but I'd like to see that team. Um, but yeah, I think, being honest, Saka, Shaka didn't play. Sobias and William were, were pretended to have little knocks, you know, but they've been basically rested. If they're fit, they, they should play because why Why go all the way over there? I wouldn't be surprised, guys, if Saka's left out of this team on... Um, well, that's why I didn't put him in because I personally yeah, feel I that be it will be that. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, don't think, I don't think we'll be far wrong there, personally. Uh, but it's my absolute pleasure to welcome our good friend and Leicester City fan, Lee Chappie Chapman. <laughs> Lee, you how you doing, buddy? Up. Oh, brilliant. And uh, it's good to... I'm listening to you guys talking about your squad and whatnot. I'm I'm more concerned about Leicester's squad, to be quite honest with you. I can get your squad, what I think is going to play uh, on Sunday right here. Um, I don't know if you can make that any bigger, but that is the players that are available um, because, yes, that's right, Ricardo Pereira is still out. Um, he's still injured. Probably going to be at least another four weeks before we see Ricardo Pereira even making the squad. Um, we've got uh, Kaglar Soyuncu, our main centre-back, uh, the, the main man at the minute um he's uh, had a, a muscle tear come straight off the bone so he's out for three months um we've got a, a benkovic you guys probably never really heard of him he's out anyway um and uh 
the thing is, James James Madison's been carrying a little injury for quite some time. He's mm. not been the fittest, in all honesty. And neither has Dennis Pratt with a carrying a knee injury. Jamie Vardy, um, we're still going to find out within the next 48 hours if he's actually fit to play. Rogers said something this morning uh, in a little mini presser that uh, it's it's all touch and go for the next 48 hours on Jamie Vardy. So, Lee, uh, not 100% that he's going to play, Mark. What, Lee, what, what's, what's Fardy's injury? Uh, it's just a calf thing. He's been carrying a calf problem for quite some time mm. behind the scenes. A lot of people haven't actually jumped on it. Um, you know, I don't know why. Maybe it's because we're not one of the bigger six sides. But he has been carrying this calf problem for, for quite a few years now, believe it or not. Yeah, listen, uh, so I, like I think we're all hoping he ain't be fit up. Now, muscle injury sometimes can be, you know, could take a little bit. So I'll have, I'll have money now that he'll start on the. Uh, yeah, on same here. Like, <laughs> I bet he will. Uh, but chappers, this day with you, man. Um, it's been a strange season uh, for all of us, to be fair. Everyone, but Leicester, yeah. yeah, but it's been a strange season. But with Leicester, I mean, I didn't expect the West Ham result. I, I guess you guys didn't. No. But apart no. from that one, it's been okay-ish and then I saw you against Villa the other night and thought oh no free it away towards the end so how have you made it of it so far under Brendan Rodgers mate? Yeah you know it's it's been I think it's all to do with the fans not being there to be honest with you Leicester are a side that uh, I think we are a 12th man we're a 12th man side that's what we are and we're horrible fans yeah <laughs> cheers mate um we're not that badly we're not that nah, bad. no no they're very vocal very I, I agree with you 100% and, agree with you the thing is, though, we do rely on that 12th man support, I think. like We are one of those sides, you know, and uh, without it, you can see some of the results coming through. I mean, that was a shocker against Newca uh, Newcastle, uh, West Ham, the 3-0. I, I was very surprised with that. I mean, they played us uh, out on every position in that part. We were played completely out of the game in every position. So if you can play anything like they did... If Arteta has got his uh, his his pen pen and paper at hand and looks how they played, you'll you'll well, pass it easy. The problem we got at the moment, like, we were just talking about chappers, was our, oh, our kind of creativity. Yeah. And I think you know when you look at Aston Villa's midfield at the moment, it was absolutely on fire with Grealish and Barkley and mm. McGinn, who I'm a big fan of. And we haven't really got that at the moment, but. Thomas Partey's come into the picture, and I must admit, I, mm. last night, as far as performances go, I was extremely impressed. And I think with him and Gabriel, we look a lot more solid. Manny, I'm going to bring you in on this one because Thomas Partey, I knew you were a huge, huge fan of him. Um, I think, personally, that signing has got to be one of the best signings of the Emirates era. Am I right? Uh, dude, he just got here. Uh, come back to me in a few years, man. He yeah. just got here. Give him a bit. <laughs> Give him, give him a bit of time, man. But what you saw yesterday is a player that knows how to play that midfield. He's, he was head and shoulders above everybody on that pitch. You know, him and Gabriel were. And it's no surprise. You know, it's the technical ability. It's that assurance on the ball. It's that, you know, knowing his past and knowing how to get out of trouble. Being press resistant, being mobile, being aggressive, and just getting about the pitch and knowing what to do. It seemed like it didn't even matter who was on the pitch with him. He's going to find that ball, you know, being diagonal passes, being, you know, fizzing it into Lacazette, who was shocking yesterday. But it's something that, you know, Dennis Bergkamp said, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, how the pass is, it's my job to control it. So with Thomas Partey is going to be in this side, players need to understand that the ball is going to come at miles per hour and it's your job to get it under control. 
his performance yesterday, I loved it. You know, even how aggressive he was, even that yellow card that he got. It's just, I love that because we haven't had that from a midfielder in so long. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing how he takes on, you know, the Premier League because it's going to be a different kettle of fish. But in this player here, we need somebody of his ilk in and around the side, not just next to him, but everywhere on the pitch because he was head and shoulders above above everybody and we need somebody to support him as opposed to him being the one player who does it all. Yeah, man. Before I come to the uh, the judges on that, Chappie, I'll bring you in there because Arsenal's midfield hasn't been great of late, but do you look at that midfield going into this game as a Leicester fan thinking, I'm scared of Thomas Partey now that he's coming to that midfield. It makes Arsenal stronger. Yeah, I'm more scared of the fact that we haven't got Wilfred Ndidi because he's our main yeah. man in that central role, you know, the holding role. And uh, he's king of the interceptions, king of uh, everything at the minute is worked around Ndidi at the club. And without him, I do feel that Mendy's got a, a Naples Mendy, uh, the uh, the sub for him on our pitch. He's, uh, he's little and he tries his best, but I don't think he's quite Ndidi. And I, I do feel that's where you're going to beat us in the middle of the park on Sunday. I do feel that. I'm just hoping that we've got Jamie Vardy up top. I think we're going to really struggle. I think you will have Jamie Vardy. He always seems to play against us and he always loves a goal. Uh, Lee Judge, just bring you in on that one. Let's bring you in on Gabriel and Party, actually. Do you feel more comfortable with those two players in the Arsenal setup, mate? No, of course they're 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 strong, good. So they've been the, well. They were the best two players um, last night, you know. And, oh, and when, far, you're playing, yeah. when you're playing teams like like Leicester, like, like I think that if I, with with Leicester, I think that um, Lee, Lee just said on there that you know you go to Leicester, particularly you know you go to to to, to Leicester away. Their fans are right on it from word go. They're, yeah, they they're very very at it. So when you're playing someone like Villa. And there's no fans there. That's going to affect. I think it's affected Leicester more than more than a lot of other teams, and I mean that yeah. in in a not in a nice way. I think that um, Brendan Rodgers before lockdown they were going, they were flying, you we know, were. and then they, yeah. then then they had injuries which have which have kept them, you know, like with with them now where they've got. I, I don't think like a Leicester. I mean, Lee, I mean, we had, we had to loan Ryan Bennett in at right back. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, and that says it all about the end yeah. of the last season. You know, yeah, we, exactly. uh, we get banned for bottle in it. No, 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 not for me. Didn't it was, it well, was down, well, we're just down injuries, to squad depth. Yeah. You know, you can only play with the cards you dealt with, and unfortunately, uh, we had a bad hand. Uh, yeah, and um, unfortunately for Leicester, it was like three games a week when you was losing players, and unfortunately, they've not been able to cope. For Brendan mm. Rodgers to come out the other day. And, and and I think he's always been an honest sort of a manager and, and whatever, turn around and say, oh, we was depleted against um, Villa. You know, he's frustrated. So so from that point of view, from an Arsenal point of view, you know, it, when you've got somebody like Leicester, not 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 down and out, don't don't get me wrong, but they're they're struggling a little bit with with players, as as Lee just said. That is when you've got to get the parties and Gabriels and come along and just roll over roll them over and have no sympathy for a team like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and not and, and I'm not meaning that in a night. That's what. No, the, no the, but you don't know. But you don't know. Look, we're, we're both off the back of a Europa League win. Um, yes, winning three nil at home, and you boys going over there and doing a, a nice little comeback special. Um, Leicester looked good last night. I know they were against uh, FC Zora, a Sunday league side, but um, but it don't matter. The fact is, it's they've, they've got Europe Europe experience, and we really haven't. And we've you know bossed them three nil. Uh, we looked good. 
in the end. We had like, I think we had about 20 shots on. You know, it was insane. Um, in the end, we played really well. Harvey Barnes looks very, very, very good. Very good dangerous going, for, going forward. So it's not like we haven't got some, you know, some attack down that side. But I still feel like we do need James Vardy up top to affect you boys at the back. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And like, you know, that, that that's where... Listen... You know, that's what I was just going to say. Like Leicester were, were two, two two weeks ago. You know, they've lost it, but that, that was absolutely magnificent against uh, Manchester Man City. City so, yeah. so, like you know, it, 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 football's a funny, funny game. One game, and then you know they go and lose to West Ham, go and lose to to uh, to Villa. By the way, Villa look a completely different side now. Oh. You know what I mean, you're not taking on the Villa side that was last season. This is a this is a completely different animal. So they're yeah, going to be tough to beat. But I'll tell you one, one thing that, that you've got coming back into your team, Lee, and that's Madison. I think he's a very, very good player. Yeah. Minutes, un, minutes under his belt. And strangely yeah. played on the right wing yesterday for so, some strange, you know, strange reason. You know, but he's getting, wherever, wherever he plays, he's getting minutes in his legs. I think that, that you know, it's still going to be a tough game for us. And, and looking at that Leicester team you put out there just a minute ago, there's still some tap, there's still some top players there. So it's going to be mm. no, no, no way uh, an easy game or a four, uh, you know, Tillemans in midfield. I really like him. Really, really yep. good player. Yep. Well, we've got um, a good Belgium connection now with Dennis Pratt, Yuri Tillemans and Castagna as well, uh, filling in for Ricardo on the right. I think eventually the idea is Castagna will go on the left and be the yeah. full-time left-back, I think. because he, he looks good, though. He, he looks, looks good. Oh, man, don't he just. I mean, those three in particular, Pratt, Tillemans and Castagna, are linking up so well during play and you can see it's paying off. Castagna's got quite a few assists already. He's only just come into the team, so clearly mm. it's working. Uh, and can you imagine Ricardo Pereira down that right and Castagna on the left? Oh, it's going to be, uh, yeah. it's going to be lovely. <laughs> but what's yeah. uh, but, but what's name uh, is, is going to be a big loss for you? I'm not going to say his name. Um, the central defender. Uh, I thought he was... Oh, so so right, great he's been player. An absolute immense player for you over the, for the last two seasons that he's been. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, he's, absolutely he's, brilliant. And he to lose him right, is a big he blow. Just in. He just walked yeah. in. Mo yeah. Maguire went for 80 million. You know, our, our owner top went bye bye to Maguire. Come on, Sunchu, come off the bench and play. And he's, he's just like, well, who needs Maguire? Yeah, and, and we well, haven't well, missed that, him at all. And that tells, tells you everything, doesn't it? Tells you everything. It really yeah. does. So, Chappie, how do you feel going into this game in, in all seriousness, mate? Because, you know, as we just said, it's a crazy league at the moment. How do you think you can take three points off of us, mate? Uh, look, we've not got the best of records at the Emirates or at Arsenal away in general. I don't think we've won there for... Um, we're talking, I think, probably before the Premier League, even. I don't think we, we didn't beat you boys when we won the Premier League, you know. Um, we've got a good... I think we've got a good record at the minute in the last five years at home. But mm. overall, I'm, I'm not overly confident. I just hope we can pull something out of the bag. Even if we take a point, I'll be very happy with that. Yeah. Well, listen, you took one last year and you do quite well against us. So we'll come into the predictions in a minute. Um, Manny, let's get your view on this game, mate. Um, how do mm. we take three points on this one, man? It's not going to be easy, is it? It's not going to be easy, but you take three points by being positive and actually going at Leicester. You know, playing like a team that's playing at home and playing like a team that's got a point to prove because the way I see it is we do have a point to prove in this game. You know, mm. it's, we're under more pressure than Leicester to win this game, period. You know, because we need to go out there, we need to shut some fans up, our own fans. You know, <laughs> we need to go out there and make a statement. So we go out there, we play football, we 
you know, perform like we're Arsenal Football Club and and go at them. And we don't perform like we're, you know, sheepers, you know, going away to City and trying to, to get a point. You know, that's the way you do it. You go out there and you, you act as if you're Arsenal Football Club into them. I think it's a great shout. Manny, what's your prediction for this game before we move to the other two, mate? I think we've lost Manny. Oh, is Manny gone? Well, I'm here. I'm here. I don't you know did. what just happened. I don't know what happened. Scab, <laughs> Scab Robin, what'd you say, man? <laughs> no, I, I just asked a prediction, mate, before we moved on from you, mate. Oh, prediction. Uh, Score prediction, yeah. I'm going to go with 2-1, man. It's going to be a tight one. So I'm going to go 2-1. Okay, uh, let's go to a prediction from Lee Judges first, man. What do you reckon? Well, I'm going with uh, I'm going with what uh, Leicester fan TV is saying here. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. So, like, I, I think that uh, um, that Leicester will always cause us problems. I know. Look, I can't believe that it's 1973 was the last time they yeah. won. I can't believe yeah. that. But they've always caused us problems. I thought like last season we played we was immense first half and second half we was hanging. I know that Eddie got sent off, but. I think it'd be a tough game for us and, you know, might get a little bit of luck um, like we've had in a couple of years before, you know, Danny Welbeck and whatever. But uh, I, 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 I'm I, not convinced of Arsenal at the moment. I'm not convinced the way we're playing. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. And uh, I think that they've got am- they've got ammunition that can hurt us. Mm. I'm, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with you, mate. I'm going to go with a 2-2 as well. Um yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like we could get a draw and I'll be more than happy with a draw. Like you said, James Madison's coming into play now. He, uh, he's he been struggling for fitness for quite some time, but he's finally starting to click and it looks like he's about, he's about sharp as he can get. Uh, we've got a, a right winger called Kengez Under, who came from AS Roma, that's very highly rated. Highly rated, yeah, he is. Really highly rated. And I can see him playing against you boys, to be honest. And I might, might even see Perez up top as a lone striker yet because he did finish the last 20 uh, last on Thursday night for Leicester up top as the number nine role almost. Um, who knows? I don't, I don't know how that's going to work because Nacho is probably going to be your main man. He got two assists and a goal last night. So he had a good game last night. I didn't think he had a good game personally, but everyone seems to think he did. I, I think his touch was t- poor, but I'm going to go 2-2. I'm going to go 2-2. That leaves me. I am going to disagree with you two and I'm going to agree with my good man, Manny. I think we'll nick it. I think we will. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this team. I really am because I think that we're going to see the real midfield now uh, in Thomas' party. And I think Arteta knows that we need to win this game. You know, we do. Like Manny says, we need to win this game badly uh, because we've got coming in thick and fast, you know. And at the moment, although things aren't looking so good for us, I don't think we're a team that concedes four or five anymore. And I think Leicester will find it hard to break us down. So I'm going to keep the faith and be optimistic and go for 2-1. Boys, the last thing I want to talk about, and Chappie, I'd love to get your opinion on this as well, actually. I know what you're going to say. I know it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to... You know what you, you think I'm going to talk about, Meza Ozil, but I'm not going to talk about ah. Meza Ozil. I'm not going to, because we said right at the start of the show that I don't want to be too negative. But I am going to talk about something that some people have been quite negative about, and it is our goalkeeper, Bernd Leno. Ah. Now, okay. I'm going to talk about this, and I'm going to stick up for him a little bit. And the reason I'm going to stick up for him a little bit is just for the pure fact that Somebody who has made mistakes in six... <laughs> yeah, you get your say in a minute, lead judges. In six well, seasons, Meza Ozil has been 
uh, up and down. In five seasons, Granit Xhaka has been up and down. Likewise, Mustafi. Likewise, Kalasanak. I will give players stick, and people know that I give him stick on this podcast and other podcasts, when they have been consistently poor. Now, if Leno continues to be consistently making mistakes, I'll call him out. 100% I will. And if it starts to be season after season, I'll start to question the manager for picking him. But at the moment, he has made a couple of errors which are frustrating to watch. But I'm not going to get on the kid's back. What is frustrating is that Emmy Martinez left the club. Yeah, everybody wanted him as the number one. Every Arsenal fan thought he was the better of the two goalkeepers. And it was frustrating that we let, let him leave for financial reasons, not footballing reasons. And I totally get that. But as far as I'm concerned, his confidence is completely shot to bits because of the Arsenal fans that are supposed to love this club getting on his back, saying that he is absolutely awful in comparison to Martinez. That's going to huh. affect the guy. That is going to affect the guy 100%, right? It is going to 100% affect the guy. Let me ask you first, Chappie, what do you make of Bert Leno? Is he as bad as some of the Arsenal fans are saying currently? I was shocked. I'll be quite honest with you at the start of the season. I was quite shocked when I seen the, the transfer deadline, blah, 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 news come in on Sky saying Aston Villa had signed Martinez. I was quite shocked because you know what? It was, it was, really in form, took over the place for Leno at the end of the season last season because did he? what did he suffer an injury? Injured. Yeah, a really bad, bad injury. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know what? I was surprised that he wasn't given a chance at the start of the season to be the number one because of the way he was playing at the end of last season for you boys. Uh, do you feel like you got rid of him and shouldn't have, maybe should have got rid of Leno <laughs> and kept Martinez instead? Well, Lee Judges, I'll let you answer that one. Yeah, oh, well, listen, the reason that no one's getting on, this getting on to Leno and all that, like, like he's like, he's a professional footballer. Of course, he's going to get a little bit of stick, you know what I mean? Like, because he's made a mistake. At the end of the day, it was done for footballing reasons, Lee. Um, maybe, we don't know this, that Leno, we couldn't sell Leno. You know, like, they would have wanted more money and the wages and whatever. The deal wasn't, you know, feasible. So it was the easy option just to um, to get rid of Martinez. That's fair, that's fair enough. That's the way it goes. He didn't deserve to be left out of the side last season. He, he never made one mistake the whole time he came in. Fair play to him. Leno's come back in and, and he's made mistakes. Now, the reason he's made mistakes, and I've, I have backed him up on this, is because he's not he's been, been injured, like, you know, and he's coming back into form and all that. And he's made a, mista he's made a mistake yesterday. So what? we got away with it so it ain't it ain't crucial what I don't want to see is him making another mistake again like that yeah. on against Leicester what I, what I worry about and what I say about old silly Craig in the, in the chat at the moment like you know <laughs> is that he went and done it again 10-15 minutes later you know learn your lesson from it like you know what I mean and that, that is the thing and I'll ask one I'll ask on one thing I'll ask on one thing about Leno You've got to pick a goalkeeper tomorrow, uh, Smichael and Leno. Who are you going for, Lee? Who are you going for? Right. I'll just pick up on that, right? You were on about Leno making mistakes. The thing is, Kasper Schmeichel makes mistakes too. But of course. I, still, I still feel because... Arsenal are a bigger club, um, more eyes on, you know, more, I suppose more of a, a franchise worldwide club to Leicester. I think those errors are heightened far more. You know, Casper Schmeichel made an error yesterday. It nearly cost him a goal. You've only, if, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. If you see the highlights, you'll see it. He, um, he literally passed the ball to one of their players who tried to chip him and he had to run backwards. Luckily, it was swerved to the side of his post. 
right? But this happens quite a lot. Kasper Schmeichel's distribution isn't the best. Uh, he, he makes some bad judgments, but he's a bloody solid keeper. And you've got to back the man in the shirt. Yeah. Oh, well, which is what we're doing. I'm, no one's. I, I think at the end, there's a thing at Arsenal. I don't know what, what it is. Is that he, he, he's made a couple of mistakes. You are allowed to criticise him. You know what I mean. At the end of the day, say so like you know for what it. And, and I think that on on yesterday he was was allowed to be criticised. But that not in saying that two two weeks ago against Liverpool he was absolutely outstanding. I'm backing him yeah. as a goalkeeper. I think he's a great goalkeeper. But you uh, to be a top top goalkeeper. You've got to cut out mistakes. Now, the pressure is, for me on him, is that when Martin has come into the side, and since he's gone also to uh, um, uh, Villa as well, he ain't making that many mistakes. He made one mistake. He, got, he did make a mistake against Sheffield United and got away with it, like, you know. And this is the thing. You're, uh, you have to say, uh, tell him to shut up and all that, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the fact is, the matter is that, Martinez didn't make mistakes, and that is what people are getting on the back. Don't make the mistakes, Leno. Don't make. I think you know he's a good goalkeeper, Leno. Someone just put in the stat that eight goals is are his fault or whatever, and he's the third worst goalkeeper on stats. I don't go into stats, you know. Make the sometimes you can be a little bit. You have to be a little bit lucky in goal as well, Lee. Like Michael obviously had the luck on yeah. Thursday. Like sometimes yeah. you need that little bit of luck. Yeah, and I and I think that you've got to give Leno a little bit of a break that he's coming back from injury. You know, ideally, if Arsenal were as a big club as they should be, they should actually be saying, well, I'll tell you what, we'll keep Martinez until January. So we'll win um, and, and play like Leno until he is 100% fit to come back into the side. He's been, I think, rushed back into the side a little bit too early. That's why he's making mistakes. I don't think that he's garbage, like someone just put in the chat. I, 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 but the fact of the matter is, Martinez coming to the side last season and done really, really well. And that has put pressure on Mr. Leno. Jay Leno, as someone said. Yeah, um, you, you did ask me, though. You did ask me, so you put me on, on, the, uh, on, the, on the stool there between Casper or Leno. Who would I take? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't answer it last time with Robbie Lyle either. Um, that, uh, we've done a combined 11 video on AFTV. Um, that should be out about now, actually. Um, and I can't answer it here. I think they're both on par of each other. I think uh, I think Casper's probably the better shot stopper, but I think Leno's the better uh, football-minded player of the two. That's my call, but I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. Well, I'd Manny. say they're on par. Mm, I Manny, pick, go on, I Manny. Can, I can't pick either one. Manny, let's let you have your say on this Leno situation and uh, answer that question that Chappie's put forward, mate. Uh, I'm, I'm going to answer the question first. I'm picking Leno over Schmeichel all day long. Right, all day long. Um, I understand. I can see Leno's faults. You know, for me, he's not commanding enough. For me, you know, the ball at his feet, he worries. But that man was, you know, on par to be our player of the season if he doesn't go down with injury last season. Right. And here's the thing about the fan base, right? And here's something that I find very irritating. There are some Arsenal fans out there who are waiting for Leno to fuck up just so they can say, I told you so. <laughs> instead of, just so they can say, I told you so, instead of backing yeah. the man who is wearing the number one shirt at the minute. At the end of the day, Arteta <laughs> picked him, right? Arteta picked him, right? This is your number one. So instead of getting on his back and instead of saying, oh, Martinez would have done this, Martinez would have done that, guess what? Martinez is gone, right? Get over it. Back the man. But at the same time, if Leno has a bad game, you are right to go. He has had a bad game. 
but don't go overboard 100%. and start talking about and stop talking about Martinez. Martinez is not an Arsenal player. He made the decision to leave because he wanted to play first team football. Get over it, right? Get over it and stop talking about him. He's done. Back Leno. He is your goalkeeper now, right? He needs your support. His form is a bit shaky at the minute. He had a horrible injury. He's going to get back to it. What's the point of talking about Martinez? He's gone. He's gone. Back your goalkeeper. It's just that simple. We understand his faults. We understand what he's good at and what he's not good at. We know all of this. But he's our number one. And he's not going anywhere. Back Leno, man. Back him, 100%. Manny, that is spot on, man. And that's what I've been trying to say for weeks and even months since Martinez has gone. And that chat has just gone nuts because oh, everybody insane. is yeah. saying, I don't bang think on. they liked yeah, bang they on. Like me mentioning <laughs> about Casper being better than Leno. I didn't say that. I said they're on par. I think they're, I think they're about equal neck and neck, you know. I agree with that. I a very loyal man as well. I don't think, you know, you won't find some players that stick with clubs that long. Um and Casper's uh, yeah. Mr. Loyal. Uh, he was the first one to run out for Vishai's helicopter going down as well. So he's very, very, very close to the right up top of this club. So he's going nowhere anyway. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, before we do finish, Chappie, I just want to ask a question that I ask everybody that comes on here. Uh, two questions. Um, where do you fancy Leicester to finish? And the other question is, if you could pick one Arsenal player to put into Leicester's first team, who would you go for and why? Okay, uh, I think Leicester will finish somewhere between 5th and 10th if if we have a remarkable run in the Europa. I don't think we'll be able to run both at the same time with the squad size we've got. The squad size we've got. If we can just, um, if we can piss off the FA Cup, it's important <laughs> cup, but let's focus on Europe and focus on the Premier League, right? Uh, because if you remember, Wolves played 55 games last season. 55 mm-hmm due to the Europa and everything else. Yeah, we haven't got that squad. We haven't got the size. Look at the injuries. We're four, what, five games in, into the season. Mm -hmm. Look at the injury list. So it ain't happening. Uh, So depending on how our European football goes, I think we're going to finish higher up in the Premier League. The further going to Europe, I think the lower we go down in the Premier League. It's as simple as that. Uh, And your second question, I would love to see a Bamiyang with Jamie Vardy. As a strike force, I would love to see it. It's never going to happen, unfortunately. Maybe it could have if uh, Vardy did go to Arsenal when he had the chance. <laughs> but um, I would love to see that. That is something I would love to see. Um, simply being a Bamiyang is top class, world class player. And I'd love to see it. Simple as that. Fair enough. Craig thought you were going to pick Leno after all that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine it? Uh Boys, absolutely pleasure uh, to have you all on tonight. Uh, Lee Chappie, thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it, mate. Thank you so much. How can people follow you, mate? Yeah, just uh, literally search me in, Lee Chappie on YouTube. I've got a YouTube channel that uh, is growing unreal at the minute, uh, doing watch-alongs, neutral watch-alongs, not just Leicester stuff. And uh, the odd FIFA video, speaking of FIFA, I am on AFTV now. I think it's out right now, 8 o'clock. Um, facing one of their guys over there as well on FIFA 21. Um, yeah, and you can follow me at Lee underscore Chappie on Twitter and on Instagram. Great stuff, Chappie. Thank you very much. Before I thank the other two guests, I just want to put out uh, to say that our thoughts are with Graham Brooks. Graham Brooks is a massive part of this channel, but um, unfortunately lost his mum 
um, oh, last damn. week. So unfortunately, uh, he is taking some time off and we are going to allow him as much time as he needs. Our thoughts are with him and his family and we are all here for you, Graham, if you ever need to pick up the phone. Of course, we are here. Uh, Lee Judges, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Enjoyed no it. No problems, no worries. Enjoy <laughs> it, though, you know. Good man. And last of all, Manny, you're becoming my right-hand man, man. It's getting good. Uh, thanks a lot, bro. I really enjoyed it tonight. Thanks a lot. I uh, appreciate you, man. The pleasure having me on as always, bro. Tom, man. Uh, okay. We are going to be back on Monday night, I believe, Lee, and we'll be talking, hopefully, about three points to the Arsenal. Yeah. We shall see. It's going to be a very hard-fought-out victory, in my opinion, but... Let's just hope we take them three points. Uh, I'll be watching on the match review. Might even join in. I might even join in. Who knows? There you yeah. go, mate. There come you on, go. come on, come on. You're always uh, welcome. Always welcome, Chappie. You're always welcome. Uh, thanks to everyone in the chat. Yeah, we have a Leno loving. We have a Leno loving. <laughs> Leno loving. <laughs> Thanks to everybody in the chat tonight. Please, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the same old Arsenal. Follow us all on Twitter uh, and please like the video. Please, as many likes as possible will be fantastic and much appreciated. And until then, we will see you around 7 to 7.30 on Monday night. Up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.